we're we're gonna record them. We got everybody's but Mike's, and uh, we'll. <laughs> <laughs> about last week we <clears throat> Joshua gave the land to Ephraim the two the tribe of Manasseh <clears throat> that he gave it to Judah and he gave Caleb what city Joshua gave I gave it to it. So we've got three <clears throat> three of the of the twelve down. Now we want to see if what we can do with the rest of these uh, <clears throat> as there as that they're are given land. So <clears throat> when we start off with chapter eighteen, verse one, then the whole assembly of the sons of Israel assembled themselves at Shiloh. And set up the tent of meeting there, and the land was subdued before them. Shiloh. <clears throat> Every community has got a Shiloh Baptist church. <laughs> it's, it's one of those places. And for 300 years plus, probably, the tabernacle was at Shiloh. It stayed there until Saul went and got it in 1 Samuel chapter 4. Let's just look at that real quickly. This is just, well, for 400 years it stayed at Shiloh. 1 Samuel chapter 4. Thus the word of Samuel came all of Israel, and uh, Israel went out to meet the Philistines and battle and camp by Ebenezer. I'm going to skip down to verse 3. When the people came into the camp, the elders of Israel said, Why has the Lord defeated us today before the Philistines? Let us take ourselves to Shiloh, from Shiloh, the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, that it may come among us and deliver us uh, from the power of the people. <clears throat> Joshua had used the Ark under the Lord's command to go before the armies. And somebody remembered that and said, let's go get the ark. It's, it had been in Shiloh for 300 years. And so they went to get it. Now David moved it uh, to Jerusalem later. We'll get to that one day maybe. But anyway, that. Back to, back to Joshua. I just wanted to say that. All right. So... We've got Ephraim, Manasseh, um, we've got um, Judah um, behind us, and then we. verse 2 says, The remaining among the sons of Israel, the seven tribes who have not divided their inheritance. 
So skip down to verse verse eight, uh, seven. For the Levites have no portion among you, because the priesthood of the Lord is their inheritance. Gad and Reuben and the half tribe of Manasseh have received their inheritance, which is eastward beyond Jordan, which Moses had given to them. And we have <clears throat> talked about. All of that. <clears throat> so we have here Manasseh and and Reuben and Gad. Gad and Reuben here. All this had already been given to them. Now we're talking about this land here. <clears throat> now we talked about the Levites. The Levites weren't given a portion of land. God was their inheritance. We'll see if he gave some special provision for them. We'll see in just a minute. Okay. Verse 11 of chapter 8. 18. Okay. Well, let's look up at verse 9. So the men went and passed through the land described in the cities, the seven divisions in a book, and they came to, to Joshua to the to camp at Shiloh. Now, the, the thing I gave you uh, Last week, this this page here, and on, we've got we've got the numbers of the the numbers of men, and the land was 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 divided by the numbers of people that they had, and then they cast lots for them. Uh, that's all we know how how that happened, but uh, it it had to do with the order of the number of people that they that they had. This is men of war, 20 years old and up, that the Lord numbered uh, back in Numbers 26, which was about <clears throat> five years before this particular time. So <clears throat> we got Ephraim, Manasseh, Judah. We're going to talk about Levi in a minute, but they didn't get any, any division of land. All right, now uh, verse 11. Now the lot, out of, the, out of this, they said, this lot fell to Benjamin. To Benjamin. And it says their borders were. Now, these borders these mean nothing to us today because we don't, we don't know where they are. We talked about that boy who lost his benchmarks. <laughs> We, we don't know where, where they are. In 1948, they didn't worry about the tribal divisions, but they just did, they just did this particular part of land. So <clears throat> the lot fell to Benjamin next. So Benjamin got his part. <clears throat> All right, turn the, well, I'll turn the page in mind. Chapter 19, the second lot fell to Simeon. The tribes of the lot of Simeon, according to their family, their inheritance is in the midst of the inheritance of the sons of Judah. I, I, I don't know how that happened, but that's what the Bible says. And your, and your, little, your little map shows that the pink is Judah. And right in the middle of Judah is Simeon. So that's, that's his lot. That's the second lot that was given to them. 
Now, it, it snowballs. We're getting quicker and quicker. Verse 10, the third light came up to Zerubbabel. I can't pronounce these names. Zebulun, thank you. I got a question for you in a minute, Pat, but anyway. And then <clears throat> verse 24, the fifth lot fell to Asher. So then we got Asher. We got him taken care of. Then verse 32, the sixth lot fell to this fella. Naphtali. Naphtali, thank you. So we got him. So um, then in verse uh, 40, we, we got <clears throat> the seventh lot fell to Dan. To Dan. <clears throat> okay. Dan, Dan, Dan. Right here. Oh, I had forgot to. We had Ephraim and Manasseh and Gad and Ruby that are on this side of the Jordan. So <clears throat> that's all of them, if I'm right. We gotta talk about Levi and poor Dinah. She doesn't count. But that, <laughs> that's, that's one of those things. Okay, <clears throat> now, so that takes us with all the land that has been, that has been, uh, been distributed. Now as we've talked when we started off, this began when God told <coughs> Abram, he said, you get up and go to the land that I'll show you and I'll give it to you. <laughs> it's a long time coming. But they're finally got their land. And this, and this is where they are. Canaan. The land that's flowing with milk and honey and milk and honey. The one that they wanted to come to here. It's still a battleground. It's still problems because of Ishmael, Hagar's son, whose scripture says will be a wild donkey and he'll be against everyone. And Hamas and others have proven this. They, they don't care. It's just annihilation. That's all they want. They, they want to kill anybody that doesn't uh, bow down to them. And one of the five pillars of the thing is that we talked about last week. The first one is that you have to uh, affirm or swear to a deity of Allah and nobody else. Well, that goes contrary to what God told us in the Ten Commandments. You shall have no other gods before me before me. So first right out, out of the box, we're we're again. <clears throat> the next of the five pillars were what? Anybody remember? Praying five times a day. Five <coughs> times a day you gotta pray. I'm so glad for grace. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad for grace. You know that I don't have to do anything five times a day. I don't have to strut and strain this. The next thing is almsgiving. You have to, you have to give. You have to give. Uh, they tell us that ISIS, the people, and I still don't know what that stands for, but anyway, uh, that group of people, they're, they're 
they're making, I don't know, it's a, something like a million dollars a day or maybe it's a billion dollars a day with all their oil and so forth and so on. So money is no object to them. They don't care in that particular regard. The fourth one is what? The fourth, I'm drawing a black man. You weren't here. Uh, somebody was here. The fifth, the, the, the fifth one was a pilgrimage to Mecca once in a lifetime. And they, in part of this pilgrimage to Mecca, to Mecca they've got to retrace Hagar's trip through the desert. That's part of the show that they've got to do. But it all is works. It all works. When Jesus died on, on the cross, he finished. He completed the sacrifice. It's not works. It's our faith and trust in his finished work that we're saved. That's, that's the whole story right there. Okay. <clears throat> now, <clears throat> turn with me to Exodus 21. Genesis, Exodus 21. This is a scripture we all know whether we know about it. Genesis, Exodus 21. Verse 23, 24, and 25. Exodus 21, verse 23. But if there is any further, any, uh, injury, then you shall appoint a penalty, life for life, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, hand for a hand, foot for a foot, burn for a burn, wound for a wound, and bruise for a bruise. <coughs> Old Testament. Now, God's making provision for their for these people in Canaan. And he says, we need to do something about this statue. And so, in verse 20, or chapter 20, he starts talking about these six cities of refuge. Now, they're on this, this map that, that I gave out. It's these little dots. Those are the six cities of refuge. And we'll, we'll cover it, but if you'll allow me. You do. <laughs> if somebody hurts somebody or kills somebody accidentally, they had the right, according to Old Testament law, to kill them. But... Joshua said, we're going to set up these six cities of refuge. Get to one of those six cities, and you'll be free. Until, <laughs> until court convenes. That's the old words. Until court convenes. Let's, let's read what it says. <clears throat> Verse 3. The manslayer who kills any person unintentionally without premeditation may flee there, and shall become your refuge from the avenger of blood. Verse 6. He shall stand in the city until he stands before the congregation of judgment, until the death of the one who is a high priest in those days, 
Then the manslayer shall return to his own city, to his own house, to the sea from which he fled. And verses 7 and 8, he lists these six cities. And they're on, on that sheet that I, that, I gave, that I gave. Verse 9. And these were appointed cities so that the sons of Israel and for the stranger who sojourns among them, that whosoever kills any person unintentionally may flee there and not die by the hands of his avenger of blood until he stands before the congregation. So they made provision for that particular thing. If you chapter twenty, Joshua. Joshua. What what am I? Y'all keep me straight. We're in, we're in Joshua chapter 20. I was listening to a TV preacher last night, and I busted him for doing the same thing. Bill, Jim and I had it. That's just slow. All right, let's go back. Chapter 20. I'm not. Excuse me. Excuse me. Joshua chapter 20. Verse 3. The manslayer who kills any person unintentionally without premeditation may flee there and shall become your refuge from the avenger of blood. Verse 6. He should dwell in the city until he stands before the congregation for judgment. 7 and 8. He names these cities. And verse 9. He says, uh, that whosoever kills any person unintentionally may flee there, not die by the hands of the avenger until he stands before the congregation. Okay, so he's taking care of, of this provision. What's the thing with the, the high priest thing? Is that like, is that when the high priest dies, that's like a pardon or, yeah, what is that? Back on verse 6. Art, will you talk about that next week? How did I do that? Bill's running out of time.
all the cities of the Levites in the midst of the possession of the sons of Israel were 48 cities with their pasture lands. So the, the cities that the Levites were sprinkled among the tribes, and that's where they stayed, and that's what they had. That, that was their, their provision. They also got money from, <clears throat> from the treasury, uh, and, and they uh, were very well taken care of. I tell you, it's kind of like a widow. Uh, if God's going to take care of you, he's going to do a good job. And he's going to do a good job if he did take care of the Levites until they went off in sin, and that's another show. Okay, that brings us to chapter 22. All right, <clears throat> chapter 22, and I've got six minutes thereabouts. Then Joshua summoned the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half tribe of Manasseh. Verse 2, you have kept all the commandments of Moses. Verse 4, and how the Lord your, your God has given you rest from your brothers as he spoke to them. Now go to your tents, to the land of your possession, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave beyond Jordan. Verse 6, so Joshua blessed them and sent them away to their tents. Now, <clears throat> how long did this take when they walked into to, uh, <clears throat> to Jericho and, and they started there and they, if you go back to the first chapter of Joshua, they talked about these three scribes, uh, tribes that says, you know, you've got to do what you said you were going to do. They said, we're going to do it. It was five to seven years that they took to occupy the land. So after these five to seven years, and that's scholars' guess, Joshua said, okay, you've been faithful, you can go back. You can go back to the land that's yours on the east side of Jordan. I like it. Not very. <laughs> not very, not very wide. <clears throat> well, today it's controlled, they tell me. They've got dams and so forth and so on. But in what? Dams and rocks and so forth today to control the water. But at that particular time, when it overflowed its banks, which it did, it could be as much as a mile wide. Wouldn't be very deep, but it would be much as a mile wide. So these these people, and if you <clears throat> you look at them, the Gad, Reuben, and the and Manasseh. Reuben's forty three thousand. Gad is forty thousand. Manasseh's fifty two thousand souls. They're <laughs> getting ready to, to cross. <clears throat> Joshua had just had just had a big moment with them. And he says, y'all have been faithful. You have done what you said you would do. We thank you. Go possess your land. And so they started. And they went to the edge of the Jordan River, fixing to go in. And they had a moment. <clears throat> and 
and it says, we need to do something. And they built a stone memorial. Now there's seven stone memorials that we've talked about. Well, this is number six. There's one in chapter 23. That they stone memorial. When they crossed into, into to, to Canaan, Joshua said, go pick up the stones, bring them out as a memorial. Remind people what they've done. So when these people got to the to the Jordan, they said, we're going to build a, a stone memorial. So they did. <laughs> Word travels fast. It travels really fast today. And I'm going to say something about that just me. It travels really, really fast. So the word got back to these tribes over here. He says, you know what that those three tribes are doing? They're building a sacrifice, a monument of sacrifice. Now what was wrong with that? Sacrifice was just at the temple or just at the tabernacle in this And so they sent a, sent a delegation, again, of the priests and ten more guys, and they confronted them. And they says, what are y'all doing? Y'all know that this is not right. You shouldn't do this type thing. I'm glad I wasn't there because I would have said something. But if you read Scripture, it's kind of like they just stood there and took it. And then it's kind of like Somebody would be in a confrontation. I'll play with you, Jack, okay? You're, you're right there. I, I said, Jack, are you through? <laughs> are, you, are you through? They said, are you through? Let us tell you what we were doing. Let us tell you what we were doing. <clears throat> and let's look at what, what the deal is here. <clears throat> Verse 11 of chapter 22. And the sons of Israel heard it. And behold, the sons of Reuben, and Gad, and Hancock, and Manasseh built an altar at the frontier of the land of Canaan in the region of Jordan on the side belonging to the sons of Israel. Verse 12. Israel heard of it. Israel gathered themselves at Shiloh to go against them in war. Verse 16. What is this unfaithful act that you have committed against the God of Israel, turning away from following our Lord this day by building yourselves an altar to rebel against the Lord this day? And then he quoted Numbers 25, and he goes on in this, and he says, don't do this. You remember Achan? <laughs> and that's really what was under their saddle. He says, you remember, the Lord punished us all because of what Achan did. <clears throat> Don't you let him punish us for what you do. In verse 22, says, the mighty one, God, the Lord, the mighty one, God, the Lord. He knows and may Israel itself know. <clears throat> Verse 26. Therefore, let us build an altar, not for burnt offering or for sacrifice, 
Rather to be a witness between us and you, between our generations after us, that we are to perform the service of the Lord before him with our burnt offerings and our sacrifices and with our peace offerings, so that your sons will not say to our sons in the time to come, you have no portion in the Lord. Verse 29. Further be it from us that we should rebel against the Lord and turn from following the Lord this day by building an altar of burnt offering, an altar of offering for sacrifice, besides an altar of God our Lord, which is what we this I don't know about you, but if anything torques me out is to somebody to question my integrity or my intentions. <clears throat> and this is exactly what they did. They had already built it up in their head. This bunch of pounds is going against what we know they do. That wasn't their intent at all. They were overcome, this is Bill's words, overcome with emotion from what uh, Joshua had preached to them and says, you've done a good job, you're on your way, keep going. They built this memorial. Somebody saw it, and the rest <laughs> is history. They said, why are you doing this? Wouldn't they get it off?
because it can be construed differently. It's not maybe your intent. And keep your words plain and simple and Christ-like. We've been talking about seeing Jesus through the book of Joshua. And so many times today, we talk, I mean, we talk in, in our circles. We talk, and well, so-and-so, 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 so-and-so. You know, before you put your brain in motor or your mouth in gear, ask this question. <clears throat> is that Christ honor? Where is Christ in that? We need, we need to, we need to temper everything we say and how we say it. Because believe it or not, people are looking at us. And as somebody said, we're the only Bible something some folks read is us. So as we go today, you know, just like these folks today were missing, misinformed, mis, mis. They didn't understand what they were trying to do. Their motives were clean. Their motives were pure. They were misunderstood. Uh, let's not be misunderstood. That's Jesus said, let our gaze be next. We got two more chapters. Arnold will pick it up next week, and we'll we'll see how, how far two more chapters go. And then after that, we'll go to Galatians. And then we'll go GE, Fire Company, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. So we'll camp in the New Testament for the next little bit. We haven't stayed in Joshua as long as I thought we would, but that's okay. That's okay. All right. All right, dismissals, brother. Dear Father, we do thank you. Thank you.